1: Great to be back with you folks we honor and cherish our time with you we we you know what you folks are pretty great to come out and listen to our podcast and be part of this we pray every day before we come on here and do this that god would bless you and that's our heart's desire if we can ever do anything for you just get a hold of us on helpful wounded spirits and just let us know you're a podcast listener and you go right to the top of the list praise god uh unless you stick up for stephanie sometimes and laugh at some of the way i pronounce words or something and We might move you down a few things. uh, Uh, But with me, as always, is my friend. Because he
2: never deserves any teasing of any kind.
1: No, I totally deserve it. I just said, (laughs) if they're among the teasers, I'm going to knock them down a couple steps. (laughs) I I didn't say I didn't deserve it. I know better than that. I'm just a sinner. I'm only a sinner saved by... We should write a song like that. (laughs) Only a sinner. (laughs) Hey. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna sing anymore. I can't do that to you and Liberty. But oh,
2: I knew it. I knew you what? were gonna go down the trail. Oh my goodness.
1: What trail is that?
2: Oh, d- don't
1: even <laughs> folks is an inside joke. So we won't, we won't bother you anymore. If you've listened to us long enough, you know, Liberty and, and Stephanie, their nickname is music killers. And they picked on me oh. because I can't sing, but I'm not, I'm not going to tell you about it today. And one of these days I'm going to take music lessons. So I had someone lined up to give me music lessons. The pandemic showed up and they didn't even want to do it online. Then I had someone lined up online and her father died. And then I had someone else lined up online and uh, she's actually got COVID really bad right now. But one day, one day you're going to hear this beautiful bass coming out of nowhere. Oh, and you're going to say, Doug had license. And I'm just going <laughs> to belt out a song. And, uh, and people everywhere are going to say, see, God can let anybody sing. That's what's going to happen. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I think it's your knuckleheader turn, but you don't have, I had a bad one yesterday. So if you want to pass... I'll, I'll do a knucklehead one. I mean, it's up to you.
2: And do you have a good one for today?
1: It, I think it's good. You may not appreciate oh. it as much as I do, but who
2: knows? What? You might be a knucklehead if you criticize. your. <laughs> best-
1: <laughs> it's no fun now. I was going to say you might be a knucklehead if you pick on the white people. thing. The Bible says make a joyful noise unto the Lord. It says make a joyful noise. It doesn't say make a beautiful noise. It doesn't say be able to lower your voice two or three optic octaves. I don't even know how to say it. See what I'm saying, man? Anyway, I just, I just. Now this is on a very serious note. I have another knuckleheaded one, and I want to stay apolitical on this. But listen, you might be a knucklehead, and this is apolitical. I promise you this. You might be a knucklehead. We talked last week about playing a doctor on Facebook, but you might be a knucklehead if you're not supporting the sick people in your church and around your community and your Mm -hmm. family and stuff, bring them out some food, you know, and folks, I'm not trying to aim. I know some of you are busy and stuff, but do some stuff for people. So I'm just saying this in a way to get you to do it. And uh, all joking aside, this has been the one I had is, is be that person that, you know, brings some soup by or something like that, that makes a difference, that throws somebody a $20 bill who's in the middle of COVID and can't go to work, or, you know, bring by a, a bag full of groceries, which is equivalent of about $1,000 these days. I mean, do something cool. <laughs> do something great. You know, bring by some strawberries <laughs> and some of that heavy whipped cream, and and don't buy the store brand whipped cream either. You know <sighs> Yeah, and just get I the get good
2: I get I get more like rewards on my credit card if I buy the store brand. Well, you you got
1: eight kids. It doesn't matter to them. They got no taste buds. You know, it's all right. It's, a, <laughs> it's okay. And uh, Emmy does. <laughs> now, I don't want to pick on Emmy. Emmy and Steffi. Okay, they're at a different level. All right. See, I get along better with the little girls. All right. And and, and Steffi's definitely not little anymore. She's getting a singing voice. That's awesome. I. And I, I don't want to pick on anybody, but I think Steffi sings better than about 95% of the population. I'm just being honest with you. So you know what's going to happen, you know, because I never want, because I can't sing and as evidenced by the conversation we just had. But I think, I think in about four or five years, Steffi's going to be one great singer. Uh, so with all that, food that's right with God, things that's right with God, books that's right with God, places to visit that's right with God. I really enjoy whitewater rafting. And so I want to tell you about this place. It's not whitewater rafting in this sense. But if you go to Gatlinburg, Tennessee, Pigeon Forge area, Pigeon Forge are where all the bars are, the big parking lots, traffic jams, all that. Gatlinburg is where you can walk up and down the street and have country shops and stuff. But if you get out there, there's actually a river. you got to go. It's like between May 1st and Uh, September 30th, they have tubes. You can hop on a tube, and they pick you up four miles down the river, and you tube down uh, the river. And I don't know about you, Little Pigeon Forge River, whatever they call that out there, it's pretty cool. And you go about four miles down, and there's some white water in there, man. It's pretty great. So I wanted to share that with you. I like that. It's a good thing. You just get on a tube. It's like 8 bucks to rent a tube. You get on a tube. I'm telling you, Emmy and Steffi would love it. We'll just throw some best on them. Um, You know, I – you know, as long as people don't mind water, I think Stephanie would be the issue because she doesn't swim. So we need to pray about Stephanie learning how to swim. She just didn't have a lot of time to swim as a kid. But anyway, she while well, she was learning how to sing, I was learning how to swim. That's right. But, you know, people don't see me swim in church, but they see you sing. So there we go. There's where it's at. That's why <laughs> things are messed up. I, I should have learned how to sing instead of swim. I can swim like a fish, man. But yeah.
2: Now- loves now emmy talks about you though being the best you know you're helping her float you're helping her do this and that and the other so it's okay
1: yeah and, and emmy's the one man she's the gifted one she is a, uh, and all of her kids are gifted i'm not saying out of her kids i'm just saying in my life emmy's the one who can get the most out of me though i am worried about the beard introduction but we'll talk about that after the fact so here we are we're six <laughs> minutes into this it's time to hop it's time to hop right in here. I really love the direction this has been going, Stephanie. I I love proverbs. I love this particular proverb. I've been, you know, as we get going and we're just going to try to bite off about six verses here, 14 through 19 counting the inclusive. 14 gives you six. It says enter not into the path of the wicked and go not in the way of the evil man. Avoid it. So, you know, when we see that in the New Testament where it tells us to run, it it tells us to avoid that which is evil, right? And the idea is there to hate it so much you get away from it. Get out of there. And And here we see it in Proverbs as we're learning wisdom. Don't be part of this. It says, enter not into the path of the wicked and go not in the way of the evil man. Avoid it. Pass not by it. So people say, well, if I don't go to the bar, how am I? You know, stop it. Cut it out. Don't pass by it. Don't be part of it. Turn from it and pass away. For they sleep not, except they have done mischief, and their sleep is taken away unless they cause some to fall. And I do believe that, Stephanie. There are people out there who want to cause us to fall. Mm -hmm. For they eat the bread of the wickedness and drink the wine of violence. But the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. The way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they, uh, at what they stumble. Boy, there's a lot of lessons in here, Stephanie. There's a lot of (laughs) lessons that we should pay attention to today. And, you know, right away, it's saying don't don't be in the path. But I just want to say what verse I'll chronicle, then we'll let you do your usual thing here. Um, I love 18. This was one of the verses that I wrote down when we wrote, uh, there's a light from heaven that Stephanie and I worked on. But the path of the just is a shining light that shineth more and more Onto the perfect day. I like that it shineth more and more. So as we gather, as we grow, but what are you thinking? We just went through those verses. What's coming to your mind?
2: Well, I think um, you when, you know, when this describes this, it's workers of iniquity that are being described here. And again, I see as we come into this challenge, um, verse 14 says, Enter not into the path of the wicked. In other words, like I've talked before about how Proverbs over and over and over challenges us with two paths, two choices. And we have the path of wisdom that's been being described and laid out. And now we have this path of the wicked. And it says, enter not. In other words, this is a choice. You make a choice to turn on to this path. You make a choice to dabble with turning onto this path.
1: There you go. That's perfect.
2: And. I think it's very important to understand, um, it makes me think of the verse, and I can't remember where it is in the New Testament at the moment, but um, that there is no temptation taking you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you're able, but will with the temptation also make a way of escape, that path of escape. And any time that a person is tempted to enter this path of the wicked, God has made a way of escape through his word, through the principles of his word, through the wisdom of his word. He's made a path of escape so that you don't have to enter the path of the wicked. And, you know, there's Christians and this, this subject, it, it just honestly, it, the, the more I think about it, it just makes me so angry. But there are not Christians who have entered and played with entering the path of the wicked enough that now they won't fight abortion with, with everything they have. There are Christians now that will come up with reasons that we politically cannot ban it because of, there's never a good reason to not try to ban abortion period.
1: That's right.
2: That's, that's just one tiny example. But if you've swallowed, if you've swallowed that poison to the point of, You will excuse not banning abortion. You've entered the path of the wicked. You've gone down this path. You did not take the way of escape. And it just, this is such a challenge because there's two verses here and 15 expands. It says, avoid it. Pass not by it. Turn from it and pass away. In other words, you treat, you want to talk about social distancing. You want to talk about avoiding something like it's the bubonic plague we should be avoiding the path of the wicked the way a lot of people avoid contact with other humans right now. Mm. That's how serious God takes this. If you should social distance, this is one of the only times I see social distancing commanded in the Bible. It's when it's talking about entering the path of the wicked or keeping company yeah. with workers. Yeah. And it makes this serious.
1: It does. And, and you know, I like the term you use dabble, the first step, you know, God's warning, don't take the first step. I can't tell you how many people I sat in front of in my life and said, well, this all started when we decided that, you know, we were only getting married in six months, so we could kiss a little more. We, you know what I'm saying. It all starts with a little dabble a bit, or it all started with a little extra alcohol, or, you know, I'm just going to drink some alcohol, or it all started just a little bit, wanted to taste it, to know. And, and folks, it's that first step. It's that dabble, and it's what, what Stephanie was just saying. Just stay away from it. Stay away from the evil. You know, you know what to do. The Bible's clear. The, you know, those of you who are listening to this today, just stop it. Just stay away from those things. I know sometimes it's tempting. I know sometimes it looks good. I know sometimes you think it's going to feel good, but it's, it's, it's the way of death. It's the wrong way. God's way is so much better. God is bringing us to a place where things go on, and it says, avoid it. Pass not by it. Turn from it. I mean, we can't get farther away from that. And, and, but then to tell us about the wicked people and to give us a look at them, Stephanie is mind blowing here in 16 for they sleep not except they have done mischief and their sleep is taken away unless they cause some to fall. Does that sound like wicked or what? You know, they thrive off doing wicked. They're looking to snare somebody. They're looking to trap somebody. They're looking to bring somebody where they shouldn't be. They're looking to pull somebody in. Yeah
2: yeah when I read this, it angers me because what I see here is someone who literally is consumed with destroying other people. And I know someone like I know multiple people like this, and you know, there's been people like this consumed on destroying you too. like um, this isn't just this isn't just me that's dealt with this. yeah. Um, where, in fact, it's been some of the same people bent on destroying both of us. And it's just like, I, I know we've talked and been like, do they have nothing better to do with their lives? And they really don't. These people don't. And that's what Solomon is saying here. Literally, this is what consumes them. And this is their diet. For they eat the bread of wickedness yeah. and drink the of violence. This literally is what sustains them. And you want to talk a perverted person someone whose reason for existence is so satanic this is this is it yeah and because this, this is honestly frightening because i do believe pharaoh reached this point and when you read the story of pharaoh partway through the plagues the bible goes from saying that pharaoh hardened his heart to god hardening pharaoh's heart and when you reach this point you've reached a level of, of apostasy of being a reprobate on a level that makes me tremble because you've reached a point where God's not even trying to get your attention anymore, where you've crossed the line. And that is so scary.
1: It is. And, and, and I think it's just real. There are people out there. There are people who set their designs. They work for the devil and some don't even know it, you know, and and we see that, you know, in loose lips and loose people and and loose lives. I mean, if if you live right on that fence, sometimes you're going to fall the wrong way. And, yeah. uh, and you know, the warning here is is don't dabble in it. Don't take that step. Stay away from it. Um, you know, I can't tell you how many people who've had uh, – illicit relationships and things like that. People I've spoke to in this and I give you, if not by the grace of God, it could be any of us. So please God, I say this with intrepidation and with all humility. Um, but it always starts with just that one step. And yeah. uh, it always, everything you, anybody I ever talked to, I can't tell you how many guys would come out on the police blotter or the MP blotter in the army. You come in the next day to be on your desk, you know, with someone who worked for you or something. And, uh, somebody slapped his wife or somebody drove well drunk and you know the deal. And by the time hundreds of people are working for you, by the time you retire from the army and you would always start and and um, I signed many of discharges. I can't tell you how many discharges I signed, especially at Fort Drum, New York, because it had to be, you know, in, in a certain rank or above. And, and then if a general got out or something, they'd always bring it to me to go over to make sure they didn't make mistakes and the retirement was right and things of that nature. But I can't tell you how many bad things came along, friends, and, and I say this to you with all seriousness and so that you'll pay attention to this. Well, I just thought if I did this one thing or just tried this, I thought mm. it would be okay. And just try it once and it was never gonna happen again. And and then there you are getting thrown out of the army. And mm. and and, and tell me about the you know, you think about these people who work for the devil, these people, these Prostitutes of life, and literally and figuratively, and the bread of wickedness, and drink the wine of violence, and uh, put the path of justice, uh, but the path of the justice in a shining light. So reminding us that God makes us a shining light; He gives us this well lit path and, and a perfect day. And the way of the wicked is uh, is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. And so I'm going to tell you guys this story. And so years ago, we were stationed. Uh, uh, over in Europe. And while we were there, I was out uh, at a church. And uh, I was with a pastor. And I got a call Saturday night. And and I'll never forget this call. It was the pastor. And he said, listen, I got a guy in my church who's suicidal. And he and his wife called. We got to go over and talk to him. And uh, I'm like, okay. And uh, I knew there was something really going on. I just didn't know what it was. it was about nine o'clock at night. And of course, we drove right over there. And you know, I was an active duty sergeant major, got us right on base, and we went over to the, the quarters that this particular person lived in with his wife and his kid. And, and we got there, and uh, this guy was up on the roof wanting to kill himself. And to make a long story short, just to give you some background, this couple, the, uh, one of them was a pastor's child. The other one was a missionary's child, people you know and would love. And these people had, had went to the best colleges, had done the right things, and they got over to Europe, and they decided through watching movies and not going to church the way they should and stuff, they decided that they should be involved in a wife-swapping kind of thing. Mm. And, and, friends, I say this to you because even those who've had the best training, even those who know the difference between right and wrong can get snared by these wicked people uh, who, you know, the, for they eat the bread of wickedness. And, mm-hmm. and this lady had got pregnant and they didn't know, you know, the husband had had a vasectomy and they didn't know, you know, are we going to have a child that's a different race than we are? looks complete, you know, mm-hmm. all those things are going on in their mind. And, but God, let me tell you, I, I want to tell you this folks, God providentially touched this couple. And of course they didn't do anything with the child. They brought a wonderful baby into this world and uh, just the apple of daddy's eyes. And, and, and today this this family still serving God wonderfully, but you got to understand what's out there to snare us. Yeah. It looks good. Yeah. It seems good. It seems like everything's going to be all right. You know, let's just do this. No one's ever going to know we can, you know, we can experience the different things in life. And folks, just let me tell you, the devil's a liar.
3: Uh, yeah. and, and
1: the devil's going to plant these and they use Hollywood, they use TV shows, they use books, they use this, they use that. The devil's a liar. And I, and again, I'm saying this with all intrepidation, knowing that things like this can happen to any of us. And, uh, I think it's so important to understand that wickedness and it just doesn't include sexual sin. There's so many other things. There's so many different things, Stephanie, you know, we could get involved in gossip is a killer of relationships. <laughs> And, and it's, we've talked about this a couple podcasts ago, you know, the prayer request and, and, uh, and, and, and you, and you know what, I'll tell you something else that's ungodly and, uh, it's apathy, just giving yeah. up. That's an ungodly thing. But so many people do that, Stephanie and gluttony. And, uh, boy, I have to look in the mirror when I say that, man, um, uh, you know, we could keep on going. You know, there's mm-hmm. so letting ourselves go, not taking care of this temple God has given us it. But, but the devil wants to ensnare us, but he's a liar. So anyway, that's what just all the good news here. The good news is, but the path of the justice has a shining light. So summarizing all this, Stephanie, I went down that dark road, that, that negative, weird road. Uh but summarizing this, how would you do that?
2: Well, I mean, as we as we do come to that verse eighteen, I love that, but because we're on a roll here of whoa, what the path of the wicked does, what the with the wicked and evil men are like, and then verse eighteen says, but the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more into the perfect day. In other words, the path of the just is leading them ever closer to the light of life, and to the king of heaven, to a relationship, a closer walk with him, and ultimately heaven itself. But as I read this, read that verse. Yeah. It, it's, it doesn't say the path of the just. It doesn't ever say that, you know, we, we, t- we have in Psalms that, you know, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way, though we fall. He shall not be utterly cast down. The just, just people, righteous people, aren't going to be perfect, but they're not leaving that path.
1: And, and that's that's the big thing. Stay on the path. Yeah, lock in on the path. The
2: ways on. of escape.
1: Yeah, they're taking
2: ways of escape when the temptations come. They're making the decision. No, I'm not going down that evil path. I'm going to. I'm going to do what's right. And it's a day by day decision. I mean, you'll have temptations hit you that you were never saw coming. Yeah. That's where that day-by-day walk with the Lord is so important.
1: Hour by hour, minute by minute. Yeah, that's good. Hey, i got a song for you. We haven't played it in like forever. Uh, This particular song was Stephanie and my first collaboration. I actually wrote it on Easter and uh, told Stephanie about it when we started uh, consoling and talking with one another, and we all became buds, and it became part of this crazy uh, family of people who all hang together and, and, and in the midst of all that. (laughs) <laughs> and uh and we love that, man. We love that our families are intertwined and friends and all that and extended family all came through the knowing God counseling him and serving him but the first song we ever did is called the holy hill we want to play that for you now but before we do that run remind you of a couple of things first Eric is going to say brother Eric and the production crew is going to say some pretty great things to you about God's word and how you can know for sure you're saved listen to every word get that right second if we can do anything for you make sure you contact us on helpful wounded Spirits. and I was only joking by the way uh, about people who stick up for Stephanie we'll answer any one of you we sure do love you folks we look forward Forward to hearing from you real soon. Here you go The Holy Hill by Stephanie Wesco and family, the first song Stephanie and I wrote together.